This is the Jonko Underground Podcast number 117. Sitting with Echo Charles, EC, Echo Charlie. Yeah. How you doing today? Good, Jocko. Thanks for asking. Let's be honest. It's kind of a bit of... It was getting a little rough in here prior to the pressing of record. No. I, I, I think you're in one of your moods, which is cool. And, you know, I'm glad that you're happy and, and you're being you. But that's it. I don't think... I, don't, I wouldn't call it rough, no. Was I right? About what? About the fact that sometimes, sometimes you spend a lot of time isolated... You spend a lot of time isolated or you're just with your kids, which look, your kids are great. Yep. Kids are great. Mm-hmm. But let's face it, interacting with your kids is not the same as interacting with an adult. Yes, that's right? true. Mm-hmm. Then you spend a lot of time on your computer because you're a computer uh, doing your computer stuff, right? <laughs> sure. Editing, yeah. whatever. <coughs> yep, sure. So then you get here, mm-hmm. you feel like maybe you have a lot to say. Maybe you got a lot of, <laughs> a lot of stuff <laughs> built up. Right, I. This is correct. You're not a hundred percent correct, but there is some truth to that. Yes, I would say to Mm -hmm. the the part that you might be slightly misguided is yes, I'm I'm around the same group of people very often, Mm -hmm. very often, and what and there's stuff, and you understand this, where there's only there's stuff that I can talk with you about Mm -hmm. that, for a bunch of reasons, I can't really talk to the the fam about okay. i mean i can but yeah, they're yeah. either going to be like bro why are you even talking to me about this mm-hmm. or might not be appropriate or you know just for a bunch of okay. reasons so so the end state yes is <laughs> i'm spot on yes sir you are <laughs> never mind what you say misguided about <laughs> the end state there's yeah. no misguiding whatsoever yes you're accurate correct. yeah or a way to look at it is, hey, look, I come to you for a lot of, you know, a handful of things, mm-hmm. you know, that I can't go to other people for no matter who they are, mm-hmm. right? And look, I got you here. Hey, we're here. See mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna get full, full credit, full advantage, you know, of, of the yeah. scenario. Yes. So in that way, yeah, you're correct. Okay. Well, that being said, yeah, I wanted to talk to you today about defense mechanisms. Good thing to discover not discover but good thing to explore because people have defense mechanisms that they use and i have talked about these defense mechanisms before echelon front like talking to clients talking to people talking about leadership but and we we're going to get into some of those i think but they're rooted in the idea of defense mechanisms which is what everybody has kind of heard of we have these and and they what a defense mechanism is Psychological defense mechanism is an unconscious psychological operation that a person conducts to protect themselves from anxiety, from stress, and from those feelings from developing. So I, there's a, a website, verywellmind.com, and I just grabbed some, some of these defense mechanisms. One of them is displacement, which is when you take your feelings out on someone else. And the example of this is being angry at your boss, but taking it out on your spouse instead. Does, does this make sense now what a defense mechanism is? Yeah, You've heard I, this term before, right? What, defense mechanism? Yeah. Oh, yeah, big of time. Course, yeah, but okay. but uh, I'm wondering, and I'm kind of looking at these, I guess it's just real in general, because, you know, right. defense mechanism is like, 
sometimes they, they're viewed as like a bad thing, like misappropriated. Like you, you, you don't have to use this, we'll, but you are. Kind we'll of get thing. into that. Okay. Cause there's so different there's, levels too. Yeah. There's different levels. There's different types. There's some of them that are extremely bad. Yeah. So we'll get to them. Okay. But it, I, I think first just going through some of them, denial, clearly deny the, the uh, denying that something exists. That's a, that's a defense mechanism. Violent crime happens to you and you deny that it even happened. Uh, repression, unconsciously keeping unpleasant information from your conscious mind. Mm. Get abused as a kid and you repress that memory. Or suppression, consciously keeping unpleasant information from your conscious mind. So you choose to push it out of your mind. Mm. Sublimation, converting unacceptable impulses into more acceptable outlets. What does this mean? You get into a fight with your spouse or you get into an argument with your spouse and you start to get angry, but instead of getting in a fight and yelling and screaming, you go for a walk or you go hit the heavy bag or something like that. Mm. That's sublimation. Projection. You hear this one a lot, right? You're projecting. Yeah. Do you ever see the movie Wedding Crashers? Yeah. Good use of the word projecting in there. Mm, you're wait. projecting, you're projecting. <laughs> Which, I don't remember that part. Uh, I can't remember the context of it. I just remember it being funny. Yeah, 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 Assigning your own unacceptable feelings or qualities to others. So if you're feeling, the, the example that they give you, you're feeling attracted to someone other than your spouse, but then you get mad at your spouse thinking that they're cheating on you. Mm. So you're projecting your own inadequacies onto someone else. Oh, yeah, yeah. Intellectual, intellectualization. God, butchered that one. <laughs> Intellectualization. Intellectualization. This is thinking about a stressful thing in a super clinical way. Mm. Kind of an interesting one, right? Yeah. And the, the example here is losing a close family member and staying busy with making necessary arrangements instead of feeling sad. Mm. Rationalization, justifying an unacceptable feeling or behavior with logic. And they give a good example for this one. Being denied a loan for your dream house, then saying it's a good thing because the house is too big anyways. Mm-hmm. Right? You're just rationalizing. Mm-hmm. Regression, reverting to earlier behaviors, hugging a teddy bear when you're feeling stressed like you did when you were a child. Mm-hmm. Reaction formation, replacing an unwanted impulse with its opposite. So being sad about a recent break breakup, but acting happy about it. Mm. So those are just some some examples, and there's a lot more. But to your point earlier, your suspicion was these can have a negative connotation. You are correct. So there's the I think these were level one pathologies. These these are pathological defense mechanisms. So mm. these are as these are bad. Mm. These are as bad as it gets. One is delusional projection. Mm. These are where you are projecting on someone a complete delusion. Mm. Um, Total denial. Like, this did not happen. As opposed to like, no, I don't think it was that bad. Right, right. But no, that didn't happen. Total denial. Mm. And And then one is distortion. This is a gross reshaping of reality. So, so these things, 
are pathological, like these are going to be extremely problematic for the person that is experiencing these things. Mm-hmm. And then the next level they have is it's 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 not going to be a pathology that's gonna cause you significant duress or issues, but it's definitely a problem. These, they just called them immature. Mm-hmm. So acting out, uh, hypochondria, uh, passive aggressive, mm-hmm. projection, and then they had one term which I hadn't actually never heard before, which was splitting, which was seeing everything as black and white. Mm-hmm. You know when someone flies off the handle and like you can't, you can't have a rational conversation with them because everything is black and white to them. Yeah, that's that. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of it's kind of immature. Yeah, it's like when, you know, your kids are. Well, I don't even want to go. Then yeah, you yeah. know what I mean. Yeah, they're taking like we could have gone to the birthday party, but you didn't want to clean your room. I don't even want to go. Then it's like black or white. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, that like that sense. type of thing. At least that's the way I understood it. My very novice way of reading through these things. Yep, it seems like a, um like that splitting has like similar to a uh, false dichotomy. I know it's like a different way of conceptualizing, mm-hmm. but false dichotomy is the kind where you do it as a joke to me sometimes mm-hmm. when I was like, "Oh, you're paying." We were talking about the taste of certain things, where I was like, "Oh, it doesn't. It's not very hardcore. The making it taste all delicious," mm-hmm. and you're like, "Well, yeah. Well, what else am I gonna do? Make it taste like complete crap?" You know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "Bro, that's." Yeah. False dichotomy, you know, there's a bunch of different steps that you could have took besides yeah. the, you know, the extreme kind of a thing. But in a way, splitting kind of follows that same rule book in a way yeah. where it's like they go extreme in the other direction. Yeah. And I may have to dealt when I was reading about splitting, I was kind of, I, there's more to it. Mm-hmm. There's more to it. So we'll, we'll probably dive into these things more. But the general idea that I got from it was it's like, hey, this is either black or white and you end up sort of doing that in an immature way. Yeah, like, you know, the idea of um, you're either with me or against me kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like that seems like real black and white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yep. with me or against me. Yep. The, then the next level towards a healthy, which is kind of weird because the to me, immature sounds worse than or sounds better than neurotic. Mm-hmm. But the next level, which is less bad, mm. so... The worst is pathological. The next one is immature. The next one is neurotic. It, which was the first one is displacement, shifting impulses or emotions to a safer outlet. Mm. Which means and it's sort of like it's very similar to the first one I said. Like, oh, you're in a fight with your wife, so you or you're you're mad at your boss, so you take it out on your wife. Mm. That's displacement. But the this one is a little bit more positive, where you're taking an emotion that you have that's bad. And you're going to put it onto something that is a little bit more acceptable. Yeah. So, you know, and they they actually in the definition, well, they were talking about like having a a, a like a sexual urge, mm-hmm. and instead putting it towards something that's a little bit more acceptable. Yeah, working out. Or yeah, something. yeah, like working out or yeah, something along those lines. Um, dissociation. This one, again, this one sounded pretty bad where you have a drastic change of your personal identity. Mm. Like you start acting like a different person. Mm. And then this is the one we covered already. Intellectualization. Excessive analytical thought. So uh, well, as you pointed out, look, I've given people this advice before. Hey, something really bad happens. Give people tasks to do where they can kind of get distracted, for lack of a better word, yeah. on, for example, planning for the funeral. Yeah. 
Like that to me is not a horrible thing. Mm. And that, that brings us to the, the last of these levels, which is just mature, which is using these defense mechanisms, but as a, almost in a positive way. It's like, mm. yeah, this is just a defense mechanism. For instance, one of them is altruism. So what can I do that's positive that will kind of make me feel better about something that went wrong? Oh, you had to uh, you had to you had to take your kid to the doctor and they were mad about it. You know what? We're gonna take you to the ice cream store too. You know what I'm saying? Like doing mm-hmm. something nice and on a bit like I guess in a more extreme way, let's say you owned a company and you were <clears throat> you did something went bad with your product and so you donated a bunch of money kind of altruistically mm. humor right humor is a good little defense mechanism that we use sometimes if somebody picks on you you kind of make fun of yourself yeah. a little self-deprecation i think that's cool we already talked about sublimation like you, you mentioned oh we're going to work out instead of getting mad we're going to work out mm-hmm. instead of getting angry and frustrated and maybe lashing out at a person in a violent way, you go train jujitsu instead. Yeah. And then suppression in a positive way, what suppression means is not I'm suppressing the fact that I was abused as a child. No, it's hey, you know what? I'm gonna consciously decide that I'm not gonna get emotional right now because I've gotta deal with the situation at hand. Yeah. So that's actually a mature thing to do. Yeah. Hey, I can't freak out right now. I'm mad, but I have to deal with the scenario that I'm presently in. Yeah. So these defense mechanisms are present and just if you take them to an extreme they can be really really bad if you use them correctly then they're not necessarily bad but if you can understand them and understand that other people might be doing these things it can help you get through some sticky situations now i when i think about defense mechanisms i think about them and i'm not sure i don't i need to study them more but there's some defense mechanisms that people have that they utilize from a leadership perspective. Mm. I'll give you an example. Browbeating. Have you heard the term browbeating? You've heard me talk about it, but is that a normal term for people to hear? Browbeating? No, I only heard it from you. Okay, so browbeating is, for me, a defense mechanism that echo when you question me Mm. about, you know, hey, what can we record at, 11 instead of 10 and you kind of question my authority so what do i do i browbeat you you don't even understand why we got to be there at 10 because all you have to do is go in there and press record this ridiculous you be there at 10 like i said so you see what i'm saying i'm it makes you like throws you off you don't even want to you don't want to you don't want to question me anymore Mm -hmm. so i use as a defense mechanism i use this browbeating i kind of use this hyper aggression not overly aggressive where so that is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe and we're doing this we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control and we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast which will remain as is free for all, as long as we can keep it that way. But we, but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors, and we're doing it so we can give you more control, more interaction, 
more direct connections, better communications with us. And to do that, we are, we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us. So thank you. It's jockounderground.com. It costs $8.18 a month. And if you can't afford to support us, we can still support you. Just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of. Until then, we will see you mobilized underground.